I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hello, it is Jen from I Am Jen Wilson podcast. I forgot my surname there. Goodness. Right, today's show I have Jen Jameson, all the Jens today. And I met Jen um, a year ago through the famous GGC, Glasgow Girls Club. We've had Laura on a couple of times and many of my guests have been people that I've met through the GGC. And Jen runs a company called Excelsior Adventures. And she takes people out hill walking and hill climbing. And her business is very much focused around mental health and supporting mental health. So Jen found the great outdoors in her journey, as you will hear, to improving her mental health and having a better relationship with herself. And we have a chat about mental health and that journey and things that can be done to just make you feel a bit better in a really simple way. And Jen shares her story of how all that came about. So have a tune in, listen. As always, if there is anybody that pops into your mind when you're listening to this that you think should be hearing it as well, please share the podcast with them. The more people that can hear other people's stories, the better chance we have of having a happier, more loving world. And as always, if you can leave us a review on wherever it is that you you listen to the podcast, that would be really, really useful as well. All right, enjoy the show and hope you're well. Hi, Jen, welcome to the podcast. Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. So I was thinking this morning before I came on, that must have been a year ago that we had tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that year feels like it was only three months ago. I know it's absolutely crazy. Um, because it was like nearing yeah the end of summer. Well, yeah, yeah from the middle of summer we went for we went for coffee. Yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. I was going for an acupuncture appointment after, and I stopped having acupuncture about June July time. Yeah. So yeah, it would have been about this time. That's last year. Absolutely crazy. So it's all flown past. Um, so. Good place to start if you introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hello, um, I'm Jen, um, another Jen. I um, yeah, I run. I'm a company director of a company called Excelsior Adventures. Um, I think that most people will know Excelsior um, more than they would know myself. Um, anyone who's listening, it's a, a company that takes people out hiking. Um, we basically take people out on adventures just to try and look at different ways to, to help with your mental health. Um, so the focus is more on just getting out into nature and, and looking at, at other ways to combat mental health. Um, I started that when I was, um, because I was struggling with my mental health and it, um, hiking was the thing that, that, that kind of took away a lot of the anxiety and the depression that I was dealing with. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. That's where you are. So you do you do a lot of I saw um last last summer I was sitting watching all your trips and I was like, I want to go on them but I wasn't well enough to do it so I couldn't and obviously this year when I'm well enough <laughs> we're not allowed out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it'll happen sometime that we'll get to go on a, a hike together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also started paddleboarding last year as well, didn't you? Yeah, so I started do you, do, do you take people out with that as well, or does it just hikes? Just hikes, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm currently um, doing my flat water SUP um, qualification, yeah. which means that it was meant to be this summer, but obviously yeah, it's not. Um, so <laughs> looking at next summer, I'll be taking people out paddleboarding. So um, I've done the theory part of the flat water SUP. Um, I just need to do the practical and get like a, a water rescue award. Yeah. So once I've done that, I'm good to go. I've um, got a couple of paddleboards. Um, and yeah, I'll be happy to take people out of paddleboarding, which will be really, really fun. Because I think I always talk about how hiking really, really helped my mental health. But the, 
the paddleboarding is just something different altogether. The focus that it takes when you're you're going out in that water just really helps everything that you're dealing with to just focus on one thing. Um, and yeah, it's just something else altogether. Yeah, because it's an interesting story how you even ended up paddleboarding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share that or not? Yeah, it's well, it is kind of funny because it's all I think about like things falling into place at the right time. Um, so basically, I started Excelsior and was just loving the outdoors and was kind of in one of those like moods where I was like, like what's next? I want to try something else. And I was looking on Instagram and I seen this picture um, and I was like, I want to do that and it was just a girl on um, I think it was Loch Royal at a boarding and it was just this really moody picture where it wasn't like some beach somewhere it was just like Scotland and I was like wow that looks amazing I screenshotted that picture printed it off stuck it on my mood board and um, on my vision board and decided that's that's what I want to do that's that's it that's the next thing and not even a week later, I think I went out with a couple of girls where we were chatting about paddleboarding. I went, I want to try this. I want to try this. And um, the girls were like, yeah, let's, I've got paddleboards. Let's, we'll go out next Sunday. So it was like a week later than that, I was putting on my wetsuit and, and on this board. And I was like, what is going on right now? I'm terrified of water. Like not, not anymore. <laughs> but at that point, I, I was like, I am terrified. I'm going to end up in this lock. I ended up, we got everything out, paddleboard. There was four of us. It was me, um, me, two girls, and this guy, Stuart. And um, as he's known on Instagram as Suck Glasgow. And it turns out that, this is how vision boards work, apparently. Um, it turns out that the person that I'd, Instagram that I'd screenshotted that from was yeah. the person whose board I was borrowing Two weeks later I was like that is the weirdest thing you, you didn't know her before this no I didn't well it was the guy I didn't know him um oh, okay. I didn't I had never I didn't even follow him at this point it was just a yeah. case of I'd seen it I think I'd typed in like hashtag stand up paddleboard UK um, or yeah. paddleboard Scotland or something like that just to have a look through all the hashtags and I'd screenshotted yeah. that one picture and I was like wow that is just like fate falling into place for, place for you because it was just a case of the person that I'd, the picture that I'd seen, I ended up getting some really cool like paddleboarding pictures. That ended up being like, you. Yeah, it literally ended up being me on the board and I was like, right, that's it. These vision boards, they work. <laughs> so yeah, it was quite quite funny. Um, and then obviously we all spent the summer just paddleboarding, um, yeah. which was really fun. Cool. So let's go back to your hike and stuff. Um, how frequently do you go out? Who comes out with you? So, as in for Excelsior or just me personally? Yeah, 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 for Excelsior. For Excelsior. So for Excelsior, um, usually we'd run a hike weekly. Um, it'd usually be on a Saturday or Sunday. And it tends to just be a mix of people um, that come out with me. Um, it's mainly females. Um, I would really like to be able to target more like male focused um, events um, because people don't talk about male mental health enough. Um, but it is mainly females. I had a couple of guys out, but it's mainly females that come out with me. Um, I run a partnership with the Glasgow Girls Club. Um, so once a month we do a hike with them and it's all the fabulous GGC ladies that come out, which is always amazing because you're just sitting there in the van and so I've got the minivan and I'll drive, you will pick up in the city centre, drive to the location and um, you'll just be sitting listening to these people in the back, just creating and collaborating and it's just it was amazing just all these like things yeah. that were coming out of these conversations you're like wow like these women are amazing that was always amazing to take take those events out um but yeah so we, we, we tend to then go get in the minibus pick up in the city center go to somewhere within a 90 mile radius so I don't I don't want to be traveling hours and hours in the van I want to stay relatively local um and especially just now 
it's important when I start going back out, be staying as local as possible. Um, I don't want to be traveling for miles and miles, um, especially in an enclosed van. Yeah. So that's going to be like, I'm having to make a lot of like, like accommodations to be able to get back out as soon as possible. Um, sorry, my dog is chewing or chew right at my feet. You can probably <laughs> hear it. Oh, um, so yeah, um, that's that's who comes out with us. Um, yeah, it's. And do you attract a lot of people that feel like they're struggling with their mental health, or is this just is that just like a bonus side effect for some of them? I think it, it? yeah I think at the start it was like a bonus side effect for people um mainly like really stress I think people were like oh I've had such a bad week at work and then coming out today it's just been incredible to let that all go essentially um I had a girl come out with me um I did like a six week um a six-week challenge where we started at a really low height and ended up six weeks later climbing in Lomond um, and it was the girl's first like Monroe um, and she said that six weeks ago if I'd told her we were going to go and climb in Lomond she'd have laughed at me because it was not something that she thought was in her like in her sights at all yeah I think it just it wasn't so much it was like helping with any major like major ills it was just slight anxieties and things like that and I think it, it just helped build confidence which then she ended up climbing this Monroe um <laughs> sorry my dog is very vocal um that's not really with like many attention. dog guests on <laughs> like attention, don't you? um so yeah so she ended up just with this confidence at the end where she was like I've just climbed a Monroe and it was amazing to see that transformation throughout the entire the entire six weeks was yeah that was good um but I've also worked with charities um, so I've taken the ladies from Renfrewshire Women's Aid out um, and that's something that I'm hoping to do with the um, Excelsior Charity Support Fund. So really exciting news was that I got, I when I started the business, it was a business and I was like, oh, I wanted to keep people out hiking, do that. I'm going to need a business because it costs money to run a van and it all seemed like a limited company was the best option. Um, as time went on I went no I don't want to do this because it's not from making money for me like it's nothing to do with that it's it's about helping people so yeah. I managed to get um, approved I'm now a community interest company so it's now like a social enterprise and I'm really really excited to be able to apply for a couple different like funding avenues to be able to then go to charities and say I want to take you guys out for free it's, it's, it's on Excelsior it's on the funders um, yeah. and offer it to them I don't really want to be going into charity saying hey I'll help you guys and here's how much it's going to cost like that's just not what I want to do yeah. so over the next again it was meant to be this summer but <laughs> it may <laughs> need to wait till next summer um, I'll be just reaching out to different places that need, need a support and that have guests or have service users that do with just a little bit of an extra boost getting out onto the hills um, I always say, like, I'm very, very um, strongly across that if you need to go to the doctors and you need to get medication, then do that. That's, yeah. That is important for some people. Um, I got put on antidepressants when I was really depressed and it didn't work for me. It made me worse. And I think it was just a case that that was a very, like, snap to a decision and the doctor just put me on the medication straight away instead of looking at other avenues. Um, and I've actually had people referred to me from their GP. So GPs have actually turned around and said, well, how about you try this? How about you try getting out into nature? Um, try to experience a bit of this. And um, and I think it's definitely, it's definitely helped. Um, it's, it's proven that it, it helped. So I think if more GPs were kind of going first to natural remedies then straight yeah. onto the medication but like I said I'm such a strong advocate that if you if you need to go if you need to be on medication there's a reason but just look at other avenues first um, and yeah. personally for me it just it went the opposite direction and didn't, didn't work yeah because the medication is 
for some people it's a crutch but for some people it's given as this is the solution to your problem yeah. and that it's not just with depression and anxiety that's with a whole barrage of stuff rather than being educated and tried some of these things to do what you can do yourself for your own health because mm. that's what I'm a big advocate of is taking as much responsibility as you can and accepting the help absolutely but see the help as a crutch yeah. to get you over so that you can manage yourself and then give you that empowerment yeah. because so much so much of what happens throughout school life and everything from my personal experience it was disempowering mm-hmm. constantly if you don't fit this mold then you're not good enough if you don't do this then you're not good enough so all the time that's chipping away chipping away chipping away so then when you become an adult and it's oh I can't manage this I'm going to need to go to somebody who's smarter than me or who knows better than me when you know yourself yeah better than anybody a doctor gets to spend maybe seven minutes with you if they're lucky yeah they can't they can't know enough about you in that short space of time and simple things like moving your body getting out in some sunlight all these things will help kickstart it might not be the complete solution to some one person's problem but it's going to give a little bit of a boost to yeah. everything your immune system your moods your energy everything definitely definitely no 100 percent. that's exactly exactly right yeah. when did you do your first hill so my, my first hill i actually looked back on this right um, and it turns out like one of my favourite places to go is the Wangi. It's off Eden Peak. So like I love doing Monroe's and I think that they're such a great feeling. But some days if you're wanting to help like a mental health problem that you're still in the early stages of looking at how to, to combat um, negative thoughts, first thing to do is not oh I'm gonna go climb the moment I'm going to go climb this huge hill I mean if you can do that then good for you but like I would not be able to get in my bed to do that um so I think it's important to know like local places to go when you're just needing a day to be like I need to get out of here I need to go and do something but clearly not overdo it um so I stick with Auckland Peak as one of my like favorite places to go it turns out that when I was in jo- I did geography and it was my favourite subject. Um, yeah. And when I was like in third year, they took us to Loch Lomond and we climbed Auchinetan Peak. And it was, that was the first time that I'd ever climbed it. And I've got like a 10 year picture of like me standing in the exact same place. And I was like, that is so cute. So that was like <laughs> when I was in third year and I loved doing stuff like that when I was in school. I loved getting yeah. really muddy. I loved, when I was younger, I used to love climbing through, like we've got like a little burn. I used to love just like running through the water in my wellies and like climbing through the trees and stuff. And then like, as I went to uni, I completely lost that and I ended up just I was a, a lot more like focused on how I looked and how and what I was wearing and I just completely lost that aspect of things Um, I was doing cheerleading as well and I think my huge focus was on that so I was more like an indoor girl when I was at uni um, and then when I came back from uni um, that's when I kind of started to struggle and it was I think it was like three years ago I did the cobbler. Um, three, three, four years ago now I did the cobbler. And that was the first hill. That was the first hill I decided to do was the cobbler. And I did it after a night out. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> and at, at that point in time, I was still drinking. Not like a heavy amount, but I, was, I don't drink anymore. Um, yeah. So I, I, was, I was still um, a friend of, of the baby. Um, and that night I'd had quite a lot to drink um, and I decided it was my friend who'd come up from Manchester and he was like right we're gonna do we're gonna do the cobbler and I was like cool let's do that great idea and we went out absolutely steaming and I was like yeah still doing this I'm still still doing this I couldn't drink water I couldn't eat so I basically tried <laughs> to climb this cobbler with nothing in my stomach and I had trainers on, I had little tiny like thin leggings and a little wee thin jacket. I am the person that I now look at in the hills and go, oh my word, what are you doing? <laughs> but it was Mar- It was April, so it was like the end of March coming into April, just as 
Beast from the East. So it was a year from the Beast from the East. Nice. And it was the year that that had, it had just left the wind, yeah. the snow was still in the hills, it was freezing <laughs> and I was hungover and it was just horrendous. And I honestly, yeah, I still have the picture today of me like smiling like, hey, I didn't make it to the top. You didn't? Didn't make it to the top. No. <laughs> there was a person, like a saviour came and told us to turn back. It was too windy. And Especially so when you were in a hoodie and leggings. Yeah, saved my life because I don't think I'd have made it to the top um, without collapsing in a little pile and having to get carried back down the hill. That was my first experience of a hill um, since we started. Yeah. And it was definitely a learning curve. <laughs> but then you went back out. But then I decided, I left it a few months and I was like, that was really fun. And yeah, I'd love to start doing this. But um, no, um, I think it put me <laughs> off for a bit. Um, but then I started kind of being like, but think about how good you felt when you got home um, and you got your chippy in you. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, it was honestly so funny. But yeah, um, we ended up, I went back out that summer. And started that was when I kind of started getting fat um in little hills building myself up and then I remember the feeling of going to the cobbler I went by myself and climbing it by myself and just absolutely nailing it getting to the top it was like a Tuesday afternoon there was hardly anyone else about I think it was like November time and I got it I made it to the top and I just was like this is I'm I was like I'm amazing is what I said I remember <laughs> being like I am amazing and it was like I was like still recovering from like really bad depression and I just remember being like I can do anything this is brilliant if I can do this I can do anything um, yeah. and I think it was because I'd not like made it to the top that day and I'd struggled and it was awful Um, then go back and actually do it and I've done it like four times since then so I think like I think back to that day and um, I remember little things I remember like hold like I remember there's like little rivers and to cross and I remember it was like a guy that I was with one of my friends he would like put his hand out and like hold my hand as I like pranced over the river like (laughs) (laughs) back you'd be like Ben like come on you're like a strong independent woman you can do that by yourself so I think we all have those um hills that we look back on and you just kind of laugh at um, but that was definitely a learning curve for me <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite hill um I have a few I think the cobbler is up there and I think that's why I think I've done it five times four or five times now um I like it because you can go different like you've got a few different routes that you can take um but also at the top you can thread the needle and it's basically a little hole that you have to crawl through in this rock structure and at the other side it's just like a drop but (sighs) once you go through this (laughs) on your left hand side there's like a little sort of thing that you can climb up to get to the top so that you are truly right at the top of this rock feature like at the top of the cobbler and I've got a picture of me doing a star jump on it. it was I feel just, busy just thinking about that. Like, even now, <laughs> I kind of look back and I'm like, how did I do that? Like, because I went back and I, I like, it was slippy. So I was like, no, I'm not trying this. But I don't yeah. think last time I looked down and I literally like looked down and was just like, oh, that if I fell, I'd die. Like, it's not even, it's like, oh, I might hurt myself. Like, if I fell, I'd die. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you're wanting to try that, like, please be careful. Like, disclaimer, be careful. Think about the weather. Think about whether it's slippy or not. Like, the day that I did it, it was summer. And it was a beautiful, beautiful day. There was not a cloud in the sky. Um, and that was just one of the most amazing feelings. So, like, just, I just went for it. I just was like, there's nothing stopping me. And I felt genuinely fearless and just what's the top and did the star jump um and I think it was basically for the gram because I don't know what else gave me the, <laughs> the sort of 
power to do that. Oh, it was funny. That's definitely one of my favourites. Um, I think I've got a few favourite experiences, not necessarily favourite hills, because you can do hills, you can do mountains, you can do mountains, and you can do them different days and be completely different mountains. Yeah. Um, I climbed Benimi with my boyfriend and we went to, we, we got up at half five in the morning and did it. And it was basically, we wanted to be at the top for sunrise. So it was November and it was freezing, but we had our little head torches on and yeah. we parked in the car park and we got up there for um, actually for sunrise, just coming up over Narn and, and that was an amazing experience. It was, it was basically, it was our first date as well. So I think that adds Aww. to the sort of <laughs> But it was That's a good first date. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was just such a well, I don't know if it was a we kind of debate whether it was a date or not because we're like it was an unspoken date, if that makes sense. We yeah. said like, yeah. oh, let's climb a mountain together. Um and it was basically ten hours of us just getting to know each other. Yeah. That was such an amazing day. Um and like I said, Ockneyden Peak is just my favourite little hill to it's 35 minutes outside Glasgow um, and you just jump in your car and you're there and one minute you're in the city centre and the thing about Offian Peak is that like you're you're in the city and then you're driving through Glasgow and you literally turn a bend before you turn into the car park and it is just like Scotland and it's like you come out the trees and it's my <laughs> favourite and I call it my favourite corner in, in Scotland because yeah. you just come out the trees and it's just all these mountains and obviously on a clear day, um, oh, it's, it's amazing and you can get that view from Leading Peak and just with yeah. it being so close to Glasgow, that's definitely up there with my favourite. Um, but yeah, I like to stay close to home. I'm <laughs> and I like to stay and I've got so many places I, like I've not done Shehalian and I really want to do Shehalian um, um it's up like up north um a bit and it's um like it's just a point okay and you just climb up it and it's just it just looks cool um yeah. I just really like and I, I do um and you know what I am ashamed ashamed to say that I run a business and I've not done Ben Nevis that's all right it's not it's not all right and I need <laughs> and do you know what so I did the three peach challenge or yeah. I tried the three peach challenge and I've got um sacroiliitis in my back and hiking is what helps it and in the winter months when I'm not out as much that's when I notice it at its sorest um yeah. When I did three peaks, I think because I wasn't stretching and I was like in the van for five hours between hills, so on halfway, well, it was like 800 meters into um Gaffle Pike. I my hip just that was me, and I was like, I'm done. Um, had you already done Snowden by that point? I'd done or Snowden, was that, yeah, Snowden was absolutely fine. We ran it in less than three hours, literally ran that. It was woman. It was nuts. <laughs> I did it with two guys as well. One guy was my personal trainer. In fact, they're both personal trainers, but one was my personal yeah. trainer. And I was like, surely you should have seen my fitness levels and been like, they're not on par with them. You're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm fit, but I'm, well, right now I'm not because I've spent nine weeks on my snuggy chair. But um, <laughs> that's all right. But, uh, oh, it was it was an experience because yeah, they're running down the hill with their big legs and I'm trying to keep up with my little like half steps that are essentially one step. Um, yeah. And I think because I maybe pushed myself a bit much on Snowden, scaffold yeah. was then a bit harder than it yeah. necessarily should have been. And by the time I got to the top, well, almost the top, I just was like in a corner and I was walking 10 meters and then stopping and I was like crying and I was like, I could do this. And I just didn't want to give up. Um, then I came back down and got in the van and I went after a rest I'll be fine like let's head up in Nevis and the other guy that we were with he had already he he didn't do scaffold pike because he um, got really ill after Snowden um I felt I was like do you know what it's not that bad I mean, it <laughs> I mean <laughs> but, um, 
<laughs> no competition. No, I no ego involved at all. No. <laughs> um, but we got to literally we went to McDonald's because it was just down the road, and as we got out the van, I like had to, it's obviously I jumped out the van, and as yeah. I got out it, I like jumped down, and my hip was like nope, and I just stood, and I was like I can't move. I was like, my hip has actually just oh entirely, my, my lower back has yeah. seized up to the point where I, like, I could take like, the tiniest little baby steps, um, make it into the toilet and back. And it was, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm making it up being nervous tonight. <laughs> um, and it was an absolutely devastating feeling. I was like, I should be proud that I did like 20,000, I think it was like 27,000 steps. And like, I know, I think it was. It might have been more than that. That sounds that sounds a bit less than yeah, maybe forty thousand or something like that. It was yeah. something crazy anyway that I'd we'd done, and I was like, I'm proud that I had two mountains in one day. Um, two highest peaks in Wales and England, and I should be proud of that. Um, but yeah, it was still quite hard. So we never made it to Ben Nevis, and I went right. That's it. Next next summer, I'm doing. Ben Nevis, I'm doing the three of them, I'm going to do it, um, and just, uh, yeah. Not allowed, not allowed just yet. Not allowed. Ben Nevis is on my list because I'm like, I feel people go, have you ever done Ben Nevis? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I really feel like I should have. I've just, do you know that way, like I've not had, I've not had the opportunity and I think yeah. the opportunities that I've had, I think the twice that we've went to it, there's been a storm. Yeah, like that's the thing. With so being nervous, you kind of have to decide on the morning. Mm-hmm. It has to be, you look at the weather and go, yeah, it's doable today. Because there's, I think there's more days that it's not doable yeah. than there is doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to take any risks um, that are too much. Um, yeah. I mean, says the girl who was dancing on top of the needle and the cobbler, but you know. <laughs> You're sensible. <laughs> It never seems scary. <laughs> it's quite a structured path. Mm-hmm. Depending on which which side you go up. I think the north the north facing sides apparently that's where people die. Yeah. Well you see, that's what I was thinking is that people like climb it up like climb up in candles and flip flops and shirts and t shirts and stuff. Like you I, I, I wore my bare, I wore my barefoot trainers when I did it. Yeah. Um, I wear them all the time though. Like I don't, I don't wear anything else on my feet, and that's why I wore it. But yeah, there was people in Converse. Yeah. And I was like, mate, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. I mean, I did regret when I got to the to nearly at the peak. There was snow, and I was like, my feet are gonna get wet. Mm. <laughs> but it was fine because I managed to move through it quite quickly, so that I didn't. It wasn't that really wet snow. Yeah, it was, it was more powdery, okay. so it was yeah. it was okay. But coming back down, I had to get Chris to walk in front of me and held, held on to him, so I didn't. If he didn't slide away from me, but there was people standing there and their their like converse or whatever, just going, I can't get over. And it was only maybe five, ten meters of snow to get across to get to the top. And yeah. I got to the top, and the wind was howling. And I was like, seriously, is this what people come up here for? There's not even a view, and there's no coffee shop. <laughs> you know, at the top of Snowden, there's a shop. Shut up. At the top of Snowden, it was shut when... Who works there? <laughs> Honestly, they've got a train. No, they've got a train that goes up Snowden. Oh, I did not know that. And, yeah, they, it wasn't running when we were when we did it, but it was, yeah. Um, yeah, you can just sit in a train and get to the top and uh, you've got, like, a wee shop and everything. But when we, when we got to the top of Snowden, it was just, like, you couldn't see your hand in front of you. Um, the wind, the rain, everything. We like sheltered in this wee like coved bit yeah. and had um, had a wee bit to eat. But it was yeah, there was a coffee coffee shop just down the road. And I went, and I, I honestly, I was questioning how people. You see, so many people who've never climbed the hill in their life go, hey, oh, I did the three peaks. And I'm like, did you? <laughs> I, did you? Did you? <laughs> Are you sure? I tried it. <laughs> the three of them in 24 hours. <laughs> and I can't, honestly, I've, like, hats off to everyone who's done it because it is harder than you think. Um, and I think that a lot of people start with Nevis and then Scaffold and then Snowden. We wanted yeah. to finish with the sun 
um, watching Sunrise in yeah. Scotland. In the but, like they must, they must get the train up the last one and just say, <laughs> no way, no way. <laughs> Honestly, good on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want evidence that you you hit the top of each of them, please. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like we have all the evidence, and I was like, oh man, like how? Clearly, they get the train up and then they just get a wee selfie. <laughs> That's the only, the only option. It's the only way. Yeah. It's, I, the three peaks is not something I fancy. Not not doing it in one go. Yeah. When I, when, I can't remember. I think it was when we did Ben Nevis. We were talking to some women and they were doing, they were doing it like, we're doing the three peaks, but we're doing one each summer. <laughs> like, sounds about, that sounds like my kind yeah. of thing. Not, not, not trying to do them in the 24 hours. Even doing it like over the course of a week or like one yeah. each day, I think would have been fine. But I think it was because we got in the van and like it was a case of like we were too busy thinking like go go go. Like my, the guys that I was yeah. with were like really like wanting to stick to the twenty four hours. Um, so it was a case of like off the hill and like curling up and going to sleep. So yeah. I wasn't stretching and I was like I was so stupid and I like honestly I was kicking myself like did you have a driver or were one of them driving my mum my mum drove us so we took the Excelsior like minibus yeah Yeah. um, and my mum drove us bless her I know she did such a good job as well like over the back road like it was mental one of the roads it was like it said we were were, like five it was like 10 miles to go like 40 minutes drive and my mum was like that can't be right it literally was because you were having to go so slow over these yep. like country roads, like they were horrible. Mum was like, "Never again! You can find another driver if you do it again." <laughs> yes, we went to Wales last summer, and the the roads that is so slow to get anywhere because it's all back road country roads. Yeah, it's like wow, they need to build some motorways here. I know, I know, ruin the nature. No, it was inconvenience. <laughs> so your mental health's all in a good place now. Yes, ah, oh, I was saying um the other day, um I feel really good. Well, it's been a bit shaky over lockdown. Um recently. Yeah. Um last year I was like, Oh, I've been I'm in such a great place and I felt like I was in a really good place. And I think when we met up, like I felt like I was like really like winning at life. I think I was very easily shaken. Um, okay. and I don't think I was maybe as strong as I thought I was because um, I was very easily like yeah, if, if things happened I was quite easily shaken um, and I think that's a lot to do with the people in your life as well um, if you've got like unstable people unstable relationships in your life then you're not going to be able to be as mentally strong as you probably would like because you are dealing with quite a lot of like stuff at, at one time um, I think because I've got like really good friends um, and I've got really like obviously I've got such a, a really amazing boyfriend um, yeah. who, if you can't listen to this because I'll get embarrassed that I'm crushing over him <laughs> um, but he like when we first met I remember him saying to me like he was like I don't get anxiety I don't understand I want to know I want to learn and I want to be able to support you yeah. and that just meant so much to me because he could easily have just been like I don't get it like what are you talking about I don't understand anxiety like and kind of brushed it off he was like I wanna I wanna understand and he's like there's definitely times where he's like and I don't know I don't know how to deal with this like if I'm upset about something but like he's done such an amazing job at like just trying to be there for me and like trying and do you know what see even if he's not getting it right if I'm having like a bad day See him trying. Yeah, this makes all all the difference to how I'm feeling. Um, and one of the other things is I also I started going to church as well, um, yeah. which I never really saw coming. But I started going to church, and I think like having like a relationship with God as well has been a huge huge difference to me. And I know it's not for everyone. Um, yeah. I think that yeah, like when I think. When I like came to faith, it just kind of gave me a little bit more stability. Um, 
and that yeah has been has been something else as well um, yeah. it's really helpful. I think that's important in a lot of people's journeys and whether it's down a religious path or a spiritual path or whether they find yoga or they find something to have mm-hmm. faith in yeah. that gives you a connection to whatever the greater power is that you believe yeah. in whether it's mm-hmm. tarot cards or the universe or science or whatever I think just being able to have something that you can have that faith and trust in yeah because I had been I was brought up um as in the Catholic faith and we went to mass every Sunday and I fell out with God when I was 11 um and then for from then until late 20s early 30s I felt really lost because I didn't have a faith and I wanted to have one but me and me and Jesus God weren't we're not on talking terms anymore, so <laughs> we burnt that bridge. But finding then a spiritual journey for me and finding other things, I'm like, oh, this is what I've been looking for all that yeah. time. Because it just gives you, gives me a sense of something that I can feel calm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gives yeah, you some connection. Mm-hmm. And that was something that... Oh, when you go... I was going to say that was something that, like, I'd never tried. And I remember when I first started going to church and people were like, um, I remember if I was like, I had a panic attack and one of my friends was like, have you tried praying? And I was like, have I tried praying? Are you kidding? I'm having a panic attack. (laughs) I was like, what is that going to do? Actually, I remember it was like only a few nights ago, because like I said, like lockdown has not been fun. It has been fun. I've had good times in lockdown. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely been off days you wouldn't um, be human if you hadn't had tough yeah. days. <laughs> and I just, I can't even remember what I was upset about, but I was upset about something. And like Stephen turned around to me and he went, do you want, like, can, can we pray? And I was like, no. And I feel as though that's something that I do is I get really like into myself. Yeah. And if I don't, if I'm not feeling good, then I don't want to talk to Jesus about it. I don't want, whereas that's something I'm learning is to actually open up and he actually was like, Jen, no, let's pray. I was like, right, fine then. Like, for, like a shopping teenager, like, fine then, let's pray. And just, and as much as a lot of it is to do with, like, releasing your problems onto God, like, even just sitting there with him and walking through it and hearing him, like, say stuff and, and just the actual cathartic, I can't say the word. Cathartic. Cathartic. Um, yeah. Like, thing of it all is just so much more to to it than just like talking to God. Obviously, that is such a huge, huge part. But there's just like the entire process of it was so healing for me. And literally, like ten minutes later, I was like, "Okay, I feel better. Right, let's go do this." Let's. And obviously, I'm not like, "Oh, I'm cured and everything is great." But it was a case of it definitely like it felt. It felt as though I was like, oh, it worked. It, like, you know, asking you shall receive, that kind of thing. But I know a lot of it was to do with just the entire process of it. Um, yeah. So that, like I said, I know it doesn't work for everyone, but it works for me. And I found that since end of my faith, I am a lot stronger in myself. And, like, I always talk about how hiking saved my life. Hiking saved my life back. Two, two, two years ago. Yeah. Hiking then helped me find paddleboarding, which yep. really just helped my sort of state of mind and helped my focus. Um, and then through paddleboarding, that's how I like came to faith. Yeah. And that's, again, it's been another step in my journey of finding myself and just, just being able to control my emotions. Yeah. Um, so it's been like a, a constant journey of but because I have my faith does it mean like I'll neglect the hills because I think that if I was to stop hiking then it would kind of it's like I don't, I don't know how to explain it but it's like you it's can, like putting lots of tools in your toolbox yeah so you can pick and choose the right uh-huh. one for that right time and you can chop and change them all the time exactly um and without without hiking then I just feel so a part of that puzzle would all be missing um so it's been like really nice to also have more than just 
the hiking I was like this is great this is so good but it's been nice to kind of along the way find all these different things that I can do to help myself um yeah. that's amazing it's amazing but the question that I've been going to ask you was um what if somebody's listening to this and they are in the situation that your boyfriend's in where they're supporting somebody who's got depression or anxiety and they're trying to help what one or two things would you suggest to them that are really useful to do and what one or two things are really not useful to do so i found that when Stephen just listens to me um that helps one of the main things is listening um not giving examples and i'm world's worst for this <laughs> not not trying to relate and that, that sounds a bit like kids productive but if you're going oh when i feel like this or or if i feel like this and this is what i would do it's not about you if that makes sense that sounds yeah. horrible yeah it's it's yeah it's hard to for that for when i'm if i'm in one of my moods which <laughs> um <laughs> if i'm feeling a bit down and Stephen was to kind of try and relate it to himself then it wouldn't work because we're two completely different people yeah. he, like the biggest thing for him is he's had to try and understand me and how my brain works which is yeah. difficult <laughs> um, <laughs> the way he's been doing that has just been listening and one thing for me was we were sitting we just talk and I always again this works for me and doesn't necessarily would work for everyone else but I talk about my future um not like scary things about the future so we we sat down one night and like I think I was like in, like, having a bit of a, like a panic attack and it came out of absolutely nowhere so we were out in the front garden and we were just walking in circles out in the front garden I was surprised the neighbours didn't call someone because I was we were just in like my jammies just he had me and we were just walking around in circles in my front garden because yeah. I couldn't, we couldn't go anywhere because it was like one o'clock in the morning. We mm -hmm. wanted to get outside. Yeah. So we were just walking around the front garden chatting and it was just really, really peaceful and kind of centered me a wee bit. Um, another thing I said, talk about the future, but not like scary things. So he was like, just sort of out the blue, went, what color, when we have our own living room, like what color do you want to do? It? And I was like, um, I just started obviously thinking about this and obviously it took, it's hard for me not to just go, Stephen, I don't want to talk about that. So that for me, I, I have to want to be able to make my brain think about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like, make sure you're listening, but also try and talk. And obviously it takes a while for you, if it's your partner to find out what works for them. Um, so yeah. Yes, I think the holding space for people is really important. Um. Because I know Brene Brown talks a lot about that. Like when people are in pain, be vulnerable with them. Mm -hmm. Don't try and put sympathy onto people because yes. sympathy is not not useful for so many different situations. But just sitting, going, okay, you're in pain. I know what it's you. You and your heads can go right. I know what it's like to be in pain. This isn't my experience. This is their experience, and yeah. you sit with them in it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think a big one for me is, and like I said, everyone is so different, so it may not work yeah. for, for people, but a big thing for me is, like, just if someone was coming and, and say, like, about, oh, I know I know how you feel, and like I said, I'm world's worst fruit because I have had the experiences, but if students be like, oh, I know how you feel, I'd be like, do you, though? Do you, <laughs> do you though? <laughs> Have you walked a day in my shoes? <laughs> Do no. <you> really? <laughs> then I don't know how he feels, and that's what I need yeah. to remember because he's yeah. a guy. He'll deal with stuff too, and I need to ensure that I'm in there for him. Um, and luckily, we've never had a day where we both both fall off the cliff the same day. Just. Oh my word! <laughs> um, but no, like it's just so yeah, um, important. He he just sits there and. and um and brush it off I've had people in the past that would just tell me to get a grip and that's 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 the worst thing you can say to me that yeah. you can tell me to get a grip because yeah I will fly just relax <laughs> relax yeah. is a really triggering word for some people mm -hmm. apparently 
I was talking to somebody about that the other day on Sunday and they were like, yeah, when she's, when she's teaching, doing meditation, she's like, one word I don't use is relax because for a lot of people, when you tell them to relax, they get uptight instantly mm-hmm. because I don't know how to, rela- how to relax. And I was like, oh, I need to check that I'm, I'm going to be conscious if I'm yeah. using that word and try and find a different word for it because I do, yeah. I get that, that, would, that there are certain things that can be triggering for people that are meant to be helpful that are just mm-hmm. not. I just want to snack back. I am relaxed. I was relaxed until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so friendly. <laughs> yeah, I know, there's this has been such a good conversation. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um, oh, I can't think on the spot. Where's the best place for people to follow you? Um, Excel at Excelsior Adventures or at Excelsior underscore Adventures um, on Instagram, and it's just Excelsior Adventures on um, Facebook. Oh, I also have the Excelsior project recently started on Facebook, um, which then has been off, and you've done your your Pilates session, which is um, in the group. Um, so it's just a, a space for adventure teen individuals to get their adventure fix. Um, it was obviously started during lockdown so that people could still connect them with the outdoors in a way that stopped them from going outdoors. Um, and now I'm just kind of using it to um, introduce people to different experiences. Um, I've, this week I've got uh, um, Edward Alex on talk about outdoor swimming. Um, and it's just, cool for people to like who are maybe thinking about trying something new and um, to go on and hear all the different experiences from people so that's um on facebook which is quite exciting. sweet i'll put all the links to them into the show notes all right thank you so much for being on the podcast no thank you so much for having me thank you for listening to me <laughs> i love talking to you <laughs> Thanks for listening and remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud and check out what's going on at IamJenWilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow just following IamJenWilson.